Hi, and welcome, or welcome back to our podcast, Eating Cheese with Teenage Dweebs. I'm Kennedy. I'm Jackson. And today, we have a very, very special guest um, joining us for our first ever podcast interview. Um, we have our amazing, wonderful, best teacher ever. Amazing teacher, right here. <laughs> Mr. Addy. Um, Thank you for having me, guys. <laughs> on this episode, we'll be talking about success and relationships. Gonna be fun. Um, we asked Mr. Addy to join us for this um, because we both agreed that he would be perfect for this topic. Um, he gives a lot of great advice on some these, great stuff. Yeah, on these specific topics. Um, so I guess we'll let you introduce yourself. All right. Well, my name is Addy, and I live uh, in an unknown location. I'm gonna <laughs> not divulge that. And um, I'm really happy to be here. I I am a teacher. I've been teaching for about five years. I actually graduated in engineering. And uh, didn't love working in a little cubicle by myself. So I found myself enjoying being in high school again, but being the boss, you know? What's better than high school is great, but you weren't the boss, but now I am the boss. Now you are the boss. Now I'm the boss. So in my little classroom domain, as soon as I step out of the classroom and in the whole school, then I am not the boss anymore. But in my classroom. He is the man. Yeah. The so, man himself. And I, I, I love Kennedy and um, uh, Jackson. They're both great kids. Forgot my name. Well, I was going to call you Jackie P. There's two Jacksons in our class. Um, Jackson and Jackie P. Well, we are so excited to have the man, the myth, the legend. The man himself. Um, so first, we'll ask some questions about success. Um, and then we'll move on to some different ones about relationships, relationships and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so when we do interviews, we like to have it more, um, it's more of a discussion than just, so questions. we'll ask sure. a question, you can give whatever you want to say, and then we'll talk about it for a little bit yeah. and we can move on. Um, so first, what is success in your opinion and what defines a successful person? That's really good thought guys. And what's really fun about this, these exact questions I've asked these kids in class, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I make them write assignments on it. <laughs> Um, so success is, I think, a very interesting thing. Um, I guess it's really defined to each person what is success to them. And I think people will change that throughout their life. I think you get, um, don't want to say the wrong terminology to offend anyone, but you get really excited about something in life and you start chasing it. And then once you kind of achieve that goal, I feel like, that's when you're successful. That's it. Well, you kind of achieve it, and then you're like realizing, like, well, what's next? Like, right. why do I do this? What am I even doing this for? And I think a lot of people realize this later down in life, like you guys will yourself. You are chasing something, like, well, I want to be a doctor. I want to be this. But right. you're doing it for all these wrong reasons. You're doing it because you want people to think you're smart. You want, you're doing it because you want some girl to notice you, right? Right. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. I was like, well, why do I want to do anything? I was like, well, my dad pressures me a lot, you know, to become an engineer. He did it to all his kids because he's an engineer and he's a great dad. Right. But I was like, well, I'll be an engineer because I want to, you know, get any girl I want and I want to make money. Like <laughs> all these like terrible reasons. The wrong yeah. Motives. Yeah. 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 And so that's what I thought would make me successful. And um, I think everyone goes through that of just changing. And then again, once I got there, I was like, wait a second, this isn't what I want to be doing and um and it's even interesting now like in my position I do feel like I have a successful career like I don't right. make a ton of money yeah my wife makes a lot of money but um <laughs> it goes so far that I'm like well I don't view success as money like I think you need your 60,000 a year 
and then you're comfortable. Like you don't need much more than that. Everything plus that is like excess. But um, I found myself <clears throat> lost my train of thought. <laughs> I, I I believe what you're trying to say is something along the lines of getting money is really, really great and all. However, the true success doesn't necessarily mean it's money. There's also a lot of other things in life that would de- define success. Yes, so like, correct. Not action. just um, money. Money is great and all. It can buy all these things, but it can't really buy true happiness. You can't, you can't go around freaking, I don't know. Well, I guess you could pay someone to be your friend, but it's not like that's going to be a real friend. They're not really going to... They probably won't be there for you as much as a true friend would. Paying for a girlfriend is great and all, but once again, (laughs) that's not going to be a real relationship. I remember what I was going to talk about. I remember what I was going to talk about. Thank you for getting me back on track, Jackson. This is what I'm going to say. So recently, I I have a rental down here. I make some good money on it, and I got another house. And then on the second house, I rented out my basement, and everything was going really well. And I noticed to myself that I was like, I'm successful now. Like, I think I've done it. Like, my my rent's covered. My wife has a good job. I have a good job. I have a little boy. Like, life is so good. And I had this, like, horrible thought in my mind of, like, those jerks from high school are going to see me and be like, yeah, he did it, you know? And Mm -hmm. they're going to see me and be like, wow, I'm jealous, you know? Like, he's successful. Like, he's doing it. I, I had that small thought. Right. Which is a horrible thought, but I thought of my high school people who, like, in high school you just have, like, some certain people like, I don't like that guy, or I don't yes. like this person, or, like, this person thought bad of me, like, I'm going to prove him wrong. And that never really left. And so when I did get all this house, and I get this nice house, all these nice things, I remember thinking, oh, these people will think I'm cool now, you know, or these people will think this. I'm like, that's what I'm doing this for? Right. But the funny thing about that was... Um, I had a friend come over once. A friend came over and he's actually going through some really hard stuff. His life isn't going as great. And he, he came and he's at my house. He's like, yeah, I, I guess like, like I was really feeling bad for him. Like he's telling me this stuff. He's like, you're one of my best friends. I feel horrible for you. And he was like, I'm kind of jealous. Like I'm kind of jealous of your situation. I was like, and then when he said that, I was like, dang man, like don't feel jealous about me. Like why? Like, and then I kind of realized, like, I was like, in my in my pursuit of trying to make these jerks from high school jealous in this horrible way of thinking, right. I was like, I'm, like, affecting one of my friends and make people, I'm, am I trying to, like, am I living to, like, make people think I'm successful? That's mm-hmm. what success is to me, is helping people think that I'm successful, which right. is such a horrible thing. Yeah. But once I kind of realized that, it really helped me step out of my comfort zone of being, like... I'm not living so some jerk from high school sees me for five seconds and says, like, wow, that's cool. He finally got something going, you know, like, I'm jealous. Like, I'm living to hear him say jealous, but that was on the opposite track of letting me feel free because I sometimes don't do things in my life um, because I'm like, well, you know, those losers from high school are going to be like, I knew it. I was right. He is like this or like that. And so I didn't put myself out there. I didn't do things or be things that I wanted to be because I was afraid of worried about yeah. how what people are going to be saying. So once I realized, I was like, well, if I don't care about them being like, wow, he's so cool, then why should I care about them saying, wow, he's so he's lame? Like, why do I care at all what yeah. anyone thinks right. other than like these four main people in my life? So being successful to me is being free of what other people really think and really being That's you really and what you want to be. And yeah. it's really proven to me in my time in my life right now that I'm like, that's what's bringing me joy. 
Because I think success is just being happy, but I think you, you get poisoned by trying to be something for someone else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I guess the next question, you kind of went over um, some of them, but the next one that I think we, we can move to is um, what are things that we can do now, you know, especially as teens, to help, you know, ensure a successful future, not necessarily that if you take these steps now, you're going to be the most successful person ever, but what are things we can do? Elon Musk. Right, but what are things we can do now to, you know, help set up that path? I would honestly say, like, everyone hates this, but it's like, listen to, listen to people. Like, I think everyone has something to teach you, and I think it's really foolish, like, I think there's some quote that says, like, the foolish guy thinks no one has anything to teach him, you know, the okay smart guy thinks teachers have something to teach him, and the wise guy thinks everyone has something to teach him. And that's true in like um, someone of a much lower social standing than you, like a homeless right. person or someone who's going through hard times. Like everyone has, if you're you seeking learn to something. learn from everyone, mm-hmm. and I, I would say listen to these people and um. honestly like apply for Pell Grants. I don't know if you want to go to college or do whatever you got to do, but... Um, go do something like you guys have like I feel like you hit 25 26 and your engine kind of cuts off for most people I think a lot of people like Elon Musk keep going their engine never stops but I think for most people like myself you have a little bit of stamina and then when I hit like 25 I'm like I can't work hard anymore like I just want to get a nice job and relax get home and play with my boy and just play Mm -hmm. and so I would say use these teen years To to work like a maniac like it be so committed to success that it kills you. Not really, but like <laughs> yeah. the idea behind that is like if I told you I'd give you a million dollars if you got into Utah State or if you got into some fancy Ooh. college. If I said I'll give you a million dollars if you do this, you would work for it. Could you feel yeah. like you could do it better? Yeah. And you would. You'd be like, you know what? I'm going to stay up late. That's how the mindset I got when I was in college. I was like, I'm an idiot. I can't pass this math class. But then I thought to myself, if someone told me they'd give me a million dollars to pass this, pass this math class, could I do it? I'd say, well, yeah. Well, what would I do differently? Well, I'd be studying every night. Every single night, I'd be going through the book. Every single day, I'd be talking to that professor. And by changing my mindset like that, it helped me get um, better. And I was very conservative. And this is a little off topic, but like being very conservative in my life, not like politics, but conservative of like not taking risks Right. It um, helped me get where I am, and I'm grateful for that. But then you get to where you are, and you're like, well, I don't want to live my whole life conservative. I want exactly to be free. Like I want this. to do right. is like, And that kind of goes back to that success thing of, like, it's very hard to be successful if you're being so conservative of not being you or living right. kind of mindset. No, I like that a lot. I, I really liked um, what you said about, like, finding, like, before we started moving into this, I like what you said about finding like why you're doing something. Like instead of doing it for all the people you went to high school with or whatever, you gotta find like why you're doing it. And I think that ties in really well right now. As a teenager, you gotta really like, cause right now I think about my future and I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I wanna be successful. So I think just like finding the motivation and finding why you're doing it can help you find what path you're gonna take to find your own success. Um, Here's one more thing to add on that. And being very malleable. Be very malleable to change. Right. Like that whole idea of don't be a rock, be like water. You know, like Bruce Lee says, he pours you into a cup, you become the cup. He pours you in a teapot, you become the teapot. Right. That idea of like life's going to throw some curveballs at you. And you have to be prepared to be like, I thought I was going to be a firefighter when I was a kid. And you have to be okay with being like, wow, like 
this really bad thing happened in my family. How do I adapt? Oh, I, I got sent off to military school. How do I adapt and succeed? That ability to adapt and still succeed is so right. critical. And just like you were saying too about the mindset of like, why am I doing this? It's so difficult to deprogram yourself and figure out why are you really doing what you do? Right. Because your mind's still growing. But it's also like where you're finding value in yourself. I think I told you that once, Kennedy, of like, you're finding value in yourself by other people. Right. I'm doing that. Like, I'm finding value because other people think I'm awesome. Even though I might not be happy or things going well, but I'm like, and then me and my wife talk about that ourselves, like, of like, do you find value in how you look? I'm like, oh, I feel like people, I value, people think I look great or something. So then that's where I get my value. But as your looks start to change, you're like, well, who am I? What do I I do now? Yeah. So yeah, finding like adaptable to change is really critical too. Okay. I, that's a really good point. Um, so now we have some questions on relationships and this can tie in to success. I think the relationships you make in your life can help you. Very, very, they can affect you heavily. Um, so what defines, you know, what, distinguishes a healthy friendship from an unhealthy friendship like what qualities are important in a good friendship to you Hmm. friendships and an off one um i think that they really cheer you on when you're really succeeding like they're really happy for you right that would be my guess support team yeah here's another thought too of success can i just jump back on that for one more second someone told me this once i was younger it was like Find five of the smartest people you know and have them on a board. Like if you were working at a giant CEO company or something, and even if you're the boss, you still have a board of directors. And those five people, so this is what the smartest people in the world do. They have a directing team. And so before they make any financial choice, before they do anything, they check with these five people. So before I did anything in my life, I was like, well, I got my mom, my dad, my brother, um, my best friend, this person and this person. And they don't have to be the same kind of people, but five really smart people that you check with. You're like, you know what, guys? What do you think about this? And if they all, if the, if like majority says like this is a bad idea, you should probably buy into that. Um, right. Yeah. I had one more success story. If I can read off one more. Yeah. Go ahead. This good. is another motivational thing that really changed my life. Was along with that working hard and and like for a million bucks thing. There's this story. I'll go really quick through it and I'll speed talk. But there's this young man. He sees this adult, and he says he's like the super famous rich guy, super successful. And he says, hey. How did you get so successful? I want to be like you. How do I become successful? And the guy says, well, meet me at the beach tomorrow, you know, 5 a.m. in a suit. I'll see you there, you know. And so they meet at the beach, 5 a.m. It's bright, it's misky waters, whatever. And, he, and the guy says, you want to be successful? And he says, yeah. He says, you really want to be successful? He says, yeah, I do. So he says, well, follow me to the water. And he, he goes, walks in the water in a suit. And he's up to his knees in water. And he says, you want to be successful? Come on in. And so the kid walks in. He's like, the kid's confused, doesn't know what's going on. Guy says, you really want to be successful? He says, yeah. He says, okay, come on in the water. And they go deeper. And he goes up to like his hip, you know. But this but guy's, guy's a lot bigger than the young kid. So the young kid's like up to his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And he says, you really want to be successful? He says, yes, I do. So he says, come out in the water. And they go deeper. And now the kid's like up to his nose. He can barely keep his nose above the water. But the old man is, the rich guy is up to his shoulders. So he's still confident. He's still walking in the water. He says, you really want to be successful? And the guy's like, blah, blah, blah. yeah, I do. And he shoves the guy underwater. And he holds him underwater, and he holds him there. And the little kid starts 
flailing. He starts like throwing his arms. He's kicking. He's trying to kick down. He's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I think I found a murderer. He's going to kill me, you know? Right. And he's flailing. He's flailing. And the old man's just holding him underwater. He's much stronger. And the guy's flailing, flailing. Eventually, and he's going to his last breath. He's like, oh my gosh, like I'm about to pass out. Like I can't breathe. And he's flailing so much. And at the last second before he passes out, the guy lets him out of the water. And he gasps for breath. And the guy says, you know what? When you want to be successful, as bad as you wanted to breathe, that's when you'll be successful. When you were about to pass out right there, were you thinking about that girl at school? Were you thinking about how late you could stay up to party? All you were thinking about in that moment was, I want air. I need Mm -hmm. to get air. I need to survive. So when you want to succeed as bad as you wanted to breathe, then you'll be successful. And that's what kind of got me that mindset of the million dollar thing of, if you really want to be successful so bad, then it should it should consume you. And that's true in everything. In basketball, if you want to become a superstar basketball player, well, then you should be in the morning. Mm-hmm. Every morning you should be playing. I like that a lot. That is a really good, that's a really good way to put it. Puts a lot of perspective yeah. on it. Um, Sorry to just share stories oh, about things no, that motivated good. me in life, but yes. Yeah, this is I, I don't know much about the friendship one. I can do relationships better. Okay, so... <laughs> Here's a little transition. Um, do you think dating in high school is beneficial or detrimental? And I, of course, that has variables that play into it. But like in general, do you think dating in high school can help you, or do you think it can be a distraction that should yeah. be avoided? Great question, Kennedy. Thanks for asking. Kennedy is one of the best students, <laughs> right next to Jackson. Close. <laughs> right Sorry, Jackson. I see how it is. Um. So with relationships in high school, I think it's really dangerous to isolate yourself with one person. Right. And these are just my opinions. I'm not saying this is facts or anything, but I watched a lot of people not build a meaningful relationship with friends and just focus on their relationship. And what happens is that they just glue themselves together. They usually lose friendships and they usually find themselves in their senior year. They graduate maybe even together and they're like, oh, we're in love. Most of the time as a teacher, when I watch these kids, they break up within the first few years, either senior year or the next few years. They're left without. And then, and then. They don't have the You don't really have, one, you don't have those experiences with multiple dating, but you don't have those friends either. Mm -hmm. And those friends that I made in high school, I still have right now. And I'm really grateful for them. And they, we went through something together. We grew together. Like we experienced life together. And I'm grateful that I didn't isolate myself with one person because now I still have them. Right. Um, and I also think it's it's really good to date in high school and get experience. Like, find you're like, you know, I really like this about this person, but I don't like that about this. If you don't gain that experience, how can you make a, an educated decision? decision when it comes yeah. to so many people are like, well, I'm going to get married. I'm going to be like this. And like, as I talk to a lot of kids about relationships who come to school, they're always like, how do I get this person to be my girlfriend? I'm like, well, change that mindset from being. How do I get this person to? How do I just enjoy? Like, do I even enjoy this? Because right. I did that same thing in high school. I got to be that person's girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, and I'm like, well, now what? Like, we have no ability to talk. We're like, I just Awkward. thought she was cute, and she thought I was cute, so yeah. we dated. Like, right. I am so much more the supporter of seek that friendship and be like, wow, we really just have a great time together. And, and drop the whole idea of like, how do I get the label? I want the yeah. label. Mm-hmm. Drop that. Just enjoy each other's company. And if it naturally comes, it will come. But I would, yeah, seek friendships. Okay, perfect. Um, That's great. That is like, yeah, that is exactly, I liked that. Um, 
So, I definitely agree. I think that before you start seriously dating someone, I think it's a good idea. Perfect to idea around. to well, not only not, that, but yeah. also get to know people. Like, there are people that I've been like, oh, this person is cute or whatever. Like, I'm gonna date them in the future. But I think a shift of mindset would be, um, I like the way this person acts. I'm gonna try to get to know them. Uh, maybe build yeah. a friendship with them. And then, like you said, naturally, if it's meant to be, it'll fall together. Um, I really do like that. Um, so, I think one of the last questions um, is, do you... So, like you said, you have friends that are still with you from high school. How do you... Like, how did you keep those friendships with them? Because it can be really hard in high school to, like, have friends, and then keep a lot them. of the time it just, like, it fizzles out, or it's, you know, there's arguments and things that happen that can tear apart friendships. So how how did you keep your friends, and how do you still have them today? Like, I think one easy no-brainer is phone calls. Like, phone I'll just be driving, I'll be driving somewhere, and it's like, oh, I'm going to call my buddy and just say hi. And I don't know what, you're this good question. I don't know what made the difference of these four friends that I have not broken off with. Like, I haven't seen one of them for a year or two, but they were still best buds. Right. And, and like, honestly, like, some of my friends, some really bad things have happened. And they've, they've, I've probably not been the best friend. They've definitely not been the best friend sometimes. And I think it's really critical to be quick to forgive. And I think that's, that's, that's a huge, um, great quality to have is just be like oh I'm okay and honestly that's actually dangerous because I think then sometimes you repress feelings like you right. should yeah. express and be like oh I'm hurt I'm angry but mm-hmm. I'm quick to not be angry at somebody right okay can I jump on that relationship one more time yes, yeah go ahead you, we kind of like jump off of it and yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. still thinking about You're it like good with whatever. Mm-hmm. something that I think is so critical for people to understand too is to not find a relationship just based on attraction Right. Yeah. Just being like, oh, like their molecular molecules have designed themselves in a nice way. Like they must be great for me. They're so yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. That's such a bad thing, especially because it helps reinforce you feeling like your values based on your looks. Yeah, they right. feel like their values based on looks. Um, and this is an interesting thing about dating, and that I feel like we didn't really get into. But um, when I was in college, I remember dating tons of people. I would I would go on like a date for two weeks. I'd be so interested in a girl, and then two weeks, it'd be over. Two weeks, it'd be over. And it was usually because I was um, thinking, like, what am I looking for in a relationship? And I would date someone, I was like, well, this girl's so funny. Right. I, I think I need to be with someone who's just funny, can make me laugh. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we'd date, and I was like, nah, that wasn't it, you know. Right. It didn't work. And I was like, well, maybe I just need to date someone really, really attractive did it no. I was like mm, that wasn't it either I was like well what do I need like maybe I need someone who I just I had like an endless supply of things of like well maybe a little more funny but is really into anime with me I need someone who's really into what I'm into right and yeah. no that wasn't it either no of course and and then I was like well like what is it like and as I'm married now to, to my wife, like something that is so interesting, me and my wife could not have been more polar opposite. Right. I am. I was very one way and she was so the other way in every way we thought. She thought anime was so lame and I thought it was so incredible. And I was like, this is going to be a problem. Like, <laughs> I think I'm supposed to be with the person who like... Make or break. Right. Yeah, like not just that, but everything. I was like, I think I need to be with someone like this. But what me and my wife did have that I didn't realize was in common is we were both peacemakers. 
and we were both very calm and not quick to anger and very much like we we're both like this middle child how can we support each other and we both had that like peacemaker mindset and and like being calm and trying to figure things out and so even though we were so different our ability to communicate allowed our differences to kind of dissolve and become one right. and it's been so great because I have continued to grow and she's continued to grow in this in all these ways I didn't think I kind of thought I was like well I got 27 years I'm done growing basically which I think a lot of parents and people do they're like well I'm kind of grown I'm done you know I think I got the gist and I think that's really damaging to be like like I think you know we're here for 90 years because we're supposed to grow for 90 years I think it's really damaging to be even 70 be like I'm done growing the world's progressing but I'm kind of done growing um, and so my wife really helped me grow and I hope I've helped her grow and continue and continue. And the best thing about this is open communication. Like to me and, and I guess it's different for everyone. Like for me though, it was having someone with open communication that could successfully do that and feel so loved and supported by like my wife has a great capacity to show love and express love. That's, and I hope it's because she doesn't have too many demons and I don't have too many demons. But like, I think when you get a lot of demons in your life, like a lot of trauma that you haven't dealt with, right. sometimes I think that builds up and it prevents you from loving the person you're supposed to love the way they're supposed to be loved. Um, so I would guess that's it. Open communication and be so committed to them. And I think a big thing, I, I heard this once, is like if you care more about their happiness and they care more about your happiness it's going to be that's how it becomes successful and having a good relationship success too so there's so many different like not just money like relationships are successful yeah that's perfect that is perfect um so i think we have one last question probably the most important question of the whole entire podcast that jackson likes to ask a lot but i'm gonna steal this thunder this time oh come on um, (laughs) come on you want to ask it this time i'll give you that i'll give you that there you go very, very important question. Um, you're going to need to think about this really hard. I think this is going to be some super lame question. That's no, what no, 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 no. Okay, this is going to be I real. might have already asked you this, but just pretend I didn't. <laughs> what color is your toothbrush? It's actually a really cr- crucial question. It's white. It's one it's of those white. Sonicare ones. It's really They just, like, vibrate and it's, stuff. That that's is, the first one I've heard that's white. That's a successful person's Yes, toothbrush. yes. That's successful amazing. Person. And I wouldn't even consider myself super successful. Like, I, I, I am. I am happy. Right. Yeah. I think that's what matters. Like, I, I'm not super rich. I got to work a job. My wife works. Like, I don't really know what defines success, I guess, but I am happy. You're happy. Right. And I think you we can view ourselves differently than other people view us because some people may not, you know, think they're successful or they don't see that. But like, I know as students, we look up to you so much and we chose you for this episode because we view you as successful in everything you teach us and talk about. And for um, certain, can I give you one more example? Yeah, I try to keep interrupting, but I just have so many thoughts on this. Like you are totally good. I am a very conservative person and, and, and have lived a conservative life not taking risks, no tattoos, no earrings, never done anything, even though right. maybe like I should be more free like that. But I I met someone who's like almost the opposite, the exact same person as me, Yeah. but they were opposite in a way that they had lived their life super liberally. Again, I'm not talking any kind of politics here, just yeah. more free, kind of less rules, and me with more rules and strict. And I saw this person, I was like, 
and they they weren't doing so well successfully in the world's view. You know right. what I'm saying? Like they they didn't really have finances. They're struggling in different ways that way, working longer hours. But I saw this person and they were free to me. I was like, you're free because you don't care what people think and you're doing and you're being you and you've taken those risks. And even though it hasn't paid off, like you're living. And sometimes I've almost felt like I'm not really living because I'm being so conservative, because I'm not being my authentic self or doing that kind of stuff. Watching this person be like this, I was jealous. And I was like, it's funny to feel jealous of someone who, by the world's views, are not as successful. successful. Yeah. But you're successful to me because you're free. Yeah. And you're being what you want to be and you're doing and, and, and trying different things. And and I'm not there. I'm not free. Like, I can't be like that. And so that was interesting. That was my own perspective change of, like, what is success? And it, it once you kind of achieve that financial freedom, you're like, well, what does that do? Now like, what? Right. Now yeah. what? And so my view of success changed right there of being like, I want to be free. Free from what? And I'm talking about like my my toxic view of people seeing me and being like, I have to become free of doing things based on what other people think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's an amazing point. And all of the things you shared like hit exactly on the topic that we wanted to hit. Um, Exactly. Yeah, this was perfect. This was a perfect episode, and I'm so excited to listen to it back. Um, so I think we're ready to go ahead and end. wrap this yeah. up. Thank you so much for interviewing with us. Um, a lot of fun. Thanks, was, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Of course. Really it's appreciate gonna, you It's going to blow up just because yep. of this. <laughs> um, so for our listeners, we would love to hear your episode topic recommendations, and we can't wait to see you next time yes sir also um i'm planning on making a discord server so if you guys like really want to talk to us (laughs) not just like in dms or whatever but want to talk to us in terms of like a chat room for those who don't know what discord is um but join it and you guys can talk to us we'll probably if we get like a lot of people in there we'll probably do stuff in there like maybe events events yeah a lot of fun stuff so yeah, if you guys have any questions, recommendations, we have our email feedback. and our Twitter. Go ahead and give us feedback. We want as much as we can. Um, and yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Yep, thank you. We will see you guys next time. Bye.